are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles, and this is our first show of 2018. Happy New Year, everyone. This year, we resolve to continue bringing you all your L.A. sports news every week on this very podcast. Vic, Eric, and Darren will continue kicking ass on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Ben, you and I should resolve to tweet more. Get with we, it, guys. I was going to say, you, left you, the, you omitted a couple people yeah. there. Ben <laughs> and I are the worst at I, tweeting. I tweeted like earlier this that, That's month. not enough. <laughs> Last <laughs> month. That's not enough. And your, I feel like that's quote more is than going me. Out. I don't know that I tweeted it all this how about how about once a week? Who who even looks at tweets? <laughs> People look, don't. All right, Ma and Pop in Kansas don't forget, look at tweets. Forget I said anything. <laughs> it's for the cause. I'm going to tweet more. I'm going to resolve to tweet more. We have tons to discuss this week, including the Rams heading to the playoffs. We'll preview their upcoming game against the Falcons. We'll also recap the USC Ohio State Cotton Bowl otherwise known as 2017's One Last Kick in the Nuts to Hammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 2017, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Scram. We got updates on the Lakers, Kings, Chargers, and Raiders, plus the return of everyone's favorite segment, Rapid Fire. Let's get things started, shall we? I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Besa. What's going on, L.A.? Yeah, back from the dead, Ben yes. Garcia. Hoopty hoop. And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, oh. baby. Oh. You guys seen that commercial? Wasn't that a Super it Bowl? Was a, it, I, it, was, it was back. I Is love it that back? commercial. It's wait, wait. back. I saw it again. That is the recently most hammer. Yeah, I saw it like today. Uh, no one uh, liked yeah. that commercial. Except for me. I loved it. That... I'm, all, I'm all in on Puppy Monkey Baby. Gosh dang it. Oh my gosh. I hate it because when you love something, then I feel like I <laughs> should love it. I it's should terrible. give it a second it's chance. It's awful. It's awful. Pass. Don't oh, get me wrong. Yeah. But that's why it's I love so it. so awful. Hey, we have, a, uh, we have an announcement to make. Uh-oh. We have a guys in shorts announcement to make because uh, I don't know if you guys Uh-oh. know this, but this is the 95th episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> that means five episodes away from 100. That's a good thing, right? I'm thinking 95 I- days of you guys. Like stuck in a yeah. ten by ten room. Yeah, that's right, and you keep coming back. So, I know. So yeah. don't. I'm a glutton for punishment. That's right. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do what we call a tease. I'm gonna say we got something going on for that hundredth episode. Oh, oh, oh. Stay we're tuned. We're just gonna put a pin in it. We'll talk about that a little later, because we got something more exciting to talk about, and that's the Rams going to the playoffs. Woo! The Rams <laughs> are in the playoffs. Boy, who would have figured? I mean, yeah. Rams and playoffs. They don't belong in the After same sentence. After last season, no one would have thought. <laughs> After the last no one like, 15 <laughs> seasons, yeah. And yeah. I swear to you guys, I predicted 11 and 5. I haven't been able to find Liar. the sound clip, but I'm going to yeah. find the sound clip, and I swear I predicted 11 and 5. Sure. That's what the Rams are doing. Sure you did. That doesn't sound rainbows and butterflies enough. Yeah. I, I was it, more expecting like 16 and 0. Well, I said something. 16 and 0, but then I was like, okay, my real prediction is 11 and 5. I know I said I would that. have I laughed find that clip. hardly at you if you had said 11 you and 5. You did laugh heartily. Well, good all for of me. you did. You all laughed at me when I said that. No, oh. Jeff, I mean, did you look at the schedule or did you just pick numbers out of your ass? I looked at the schedule, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked at the schedule. Uh, unlike you, I put a lot of prep into this show. Yeah. See that friend. notepad? That's legal notepad. It's <laughs> yeah. chock yeah. full of notes. It's, it's legal. Yeah, it is. It's and what, yellow. What's the big kicker for you to pick 11 and 5? Greg Zerline is the big kicker. Well, yeah. <laughs> Other than Greg the leg. Oh, I'm sure I as mean, we all did. No, you know what it was? The schedule. He truthfully and, thought they were yeah. going to be 7 and 9. And he goes, well, you know, <laughs> let me just add five more wins because I'm Rainbows and Butterflies. I'm trying to find out if you're Mr. Rainbows and Butterflies. <laughs> Trust me. It was definitely There's a very a Rainbows and Butterflies. <laughs> I, I probably did. I went through the schedule. I picked who I thought we'd beat, 
who I thought was like a, a coin flip game. He goes, and Cowboy- then I rounded up. He goes, Cowboys at Jerry World. <laughs> I think that's a win for the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It was. Yeah. I know. Thank you very much. I know, but I'm just saying to start the season, you look yeah. at that and you're going, there's no way that that's going to be a win. But that's how you look at yeah. things. Kudos yeah. to you, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, even Thank though, you. you know. You could all learn like, a lot from my I'd like to see the, the, the You know, I'm going to live 20 up. years longer than you and all you know your what? stress and your hate. You LeVar balled it, which is that you <laughs> talked, it, into, oh, you no. talked oh. it into existence. Yes, you really I did. did. You really did. To Jeff. You're welcome, Rams. To Jeff. Thank you. Cheers. I'll drink to that. To yeah. To the Rams. To yeah. Jeff. This episode sponsored to... by uh, Monkey Shoulder. Ooh, this Monkey Shoulder. whiskey. I got that. I had that once. Mm. I got it cleared up, though. You did. Yeah, I saw a doctor. You had surgery for that, yeah, right? The, the old monkey shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had monkey back last year. Yeah. Wait, isn't that why Vic is out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vic. <laughs> we missed Vic. Out. Yeah. It involves a monkey, but we can't talk about it. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. we'll leave it at that. Thoughts it's and prayers. A little bit dangerous. Thoughts and prayers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Vic. Okay, so... The Rams lost to the 49ers in their last game of the season. Nobody cares about that because none of the starters started. Yeah. It was the second stringers. Um, They ended the season 11-5. and They're the third seed. We take on Atlanta this weekend in the wild card round. Um, I think we all expect a win there. I think so. The way the Rams have looked all season. Yeah. There's nothing to lead you to believe that they can't duplicate what they've been doing all year long yep. against the Falcons. So mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons have talent. Julio Jones is a scary, scary threat. because You let they, him loose, yeah. Yeah, where where the Rams are good, it's it's stopping the run and getting after the quarterback. But if, if they could turn a receiver loose, then that's that's the one thing to be careful with. I drafted uh, Julio Jones in one of my fantasy teams, <laughs> and I can tell you he is a shell of what he used to be. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Everyone loves the guy. Not concerned. Yeah. Watch how that's going to come back to haunt yeah. him. Oh! Mr. Rainbows and Butterfly. I take it back. You watch. He's going to have like two like 87-yard touchdowns. Oh, here we go. With yards after the catch. It's going to be wonderful. Watch. I take it back. Yeah. Love you, you, Julio Jones. You better fill up (laughs) Joe Boo with some monkey shoulder. (laughs) Oh, we should. No, you know what? He didn't work for World Series. Yeah, he did work for Dodgers. Yeah, but still. Well, for all your Rams news, you go to uh, the Rams house. Who's that? Presented by Guys and Shirts. That's the Rams house. Oh, there it is. Rams house? Yeah, you can find them. Uh, I mean, it's a different show. It's us, essentially. But we just talk more <laughs> That's part two. I don't yeah. know why we keep referring to it as them. Yeah, those Sounds guys. Weird. Those guys yeah. are cool, though. <laughs> Refer to myself in the third person. It's my, it's my Listen other to the King show. They're great. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you have it. All right. I suppose we should recap the Chargers Raiders game and, oh. and mention their seasons. Ben? What? <laughs> did, you, did you go to the game? Your boys were in town. Uh, I did not go On to New the Year's game. Thankfully, oh, didn't know that. Thankfully, I didn't go to the game. I, I had a feeling that the Raiders were going to lay an egg. They had nothing to play for. Uh, you know, it felt like their head coach was kind of he, he was going to get the guillotine at the end of the game. They had no direction. The Chargers were playing for the playoffs. It was a home game, even though it was. Well, actually, it was a home game for the Chargers, but in reality, it was a home oh, game yeah. for the Raiders. Yeah, it, you know, it was it was it really had everything that kind of just led me to believe that the Raiders were not going to win that game, mm-hmm. and and they didn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> they got blown out to end the season, but uh, the Chargers actually, unfortunately for the Chargers, after starting off zero and four, yeah. come back to finish the season nine and seven and. Lose out in the playoffs on a technicality. On tiebreakers. That's yeah. crazy. The Bills got in who and the Chargers shellacked the Bills yeah. when yes. they came to town. So it's really unfortunate. You know, as much smack as we talk on the Chargers, 
a few plays, a, a kick goes one way, and they get a play here and there, and they're, they're in the playoffs. Which Absolutely. Is Absolutely. But anyway, as far as the Raiders are concerned, the big news happened after the game, which is they fired Jack Del Rio as their head coach. And, you know, all reports were that John Gruden was was the guy that they were interested in. And I actually, this is go to back to the Twitter conversation. It actually made me tweet because I said, you know. <laughs> John Gruden brought you One to of Twitter. the things that I'm afraid of is that the Raiders would proactively fire Jack Del Rio without having assurance that John Gruden was going to come in. And the thing about Jack Del Rio, that one of the things that he did for the Raiders was that for the first time in like 15 years since John Gruden left, gave them legitimacy. He is a true NFL head coach, and he's not the guy that's going to win you a Super Bowl. And he's not going to. He's not going to be a guy that's going to really, you know, get you over the hump. But what he did was he came in and he fostered a a, a, a team that didn't know who they were, what they were doing, and and they didn't know how to win. And he kind of brought them into maturity, and so he he kind of brought them to a, a place where. They were a legitimate NFL team. They went 12-4 and four last season, and for all intents and purposes, we were talking at the beginning of the season that they could potentially be Super Bowl contenders. Now, that season didn't end that way, but you know, one of the things I said on the pod earlier was you don't fire Jack Del Rio unless you know somebody better is going to come in. And if they didn't have anybody lined up, and then you get the next guy who's who's a Sean McVay but isn't Sean McVay, you know, and that's a gonna, wannabe, a yeah, wannabe, yeah. and that's going to run them into the ground. Now that's going to be a new starting over process. And so it looks like at this point they haven't signed John Gruden yet, but that it looks like it's going to happen. And I'm very very excited about that. But there is some hesitation that I have about hiring John Gruden. And that is that he's been out of the NFL for 10 years now. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I, I'm going to relate this to TV. The game has changed. It has, right. But I'm, I'm going to relate this to TV. It's like watching Will and Grace, right? So, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> wow. I didn't think you were going to go. <laughs> of all the shows. Of all the shows. That you Will and Grace was not here. on my radar. But, but yet, yet it makes sense. But hear me out. So, like, 10 years ago, you watched Will and Grace, and it was, it was kind of cutting edge for that time, you know, that – they were saying things and doing things and they had gay characters as the leads for the first time. And so, you know, it, it worked. It wasn't great, but it worked. And then 10 years later, they come back and it's like, hey, we're back. And they do the same shtick that they did 10 years ago. And you watch that now and you're like, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so so the, the, the question that I have did is. You, wait, did you yeah, watch it back then say, and you watch it now? What you just, yeah. you added yourself <laughs> to. Oh, you watched Will and Grace. Your TV viewing. Listen, I the worst. No, I was just listen. I I had seen it in the past. I didn't watch it regularly, but I've I've seen enough episodes. It's all to know, snapping into focus to know yes. the characters. Yeah. It's all and and focus. I watched a few episodes this season before I deleted it off my TiVo, and I said I'm not fucking watching this shit anymore. But but back to John Gruden, and that is that being out ten years. You know, when he goes and he tries to go get and you know, recruit offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and and guys that he's familiar with, these were guys unless they've been in the game. You know, they're 10 years older. Yeah. Now, it worked for Dick Vermeil. I looked at NFL coaches that have taken a break. And so the, the coach that I could find that took the longest break between being a head coach from one team to another was Dick Vermeil between the Eagles and Rams. And he was off for 15 years. One of the things that he brought back was all of the experience plus that wisdom that you have as 2020 vision of these are the mm -hmm. mistakes that I made 15 years ago that I'm not going to make today. And he was probably one of the best coaches in the early 2000s and created the better, the, the greatest show on turf. Yeah. So in that situation, it worked. Then and you get oh, – go ahead. I was going to say, can you also argue 
that John Gruden being in the booth and interviewing all these up and coming quarterbacks, he's watched every team play yes. and he could analyze every single team. So that, that can be a similar situation, kind of like Steve Kerr with the NBA. Right. Steve Kerr was announcing games, yep. getting to watch every team, getting to know these players and watch the plays. And he was able to go back and be successful as a coach. So that could be argument four. Right. And, what you're and, saying. and to your point, so the next guy on the list was Joe Gibbs. Now, Joe Gibbs had 12 years between his stints with the Redskins and uh, – Didn't he go and, back and, to the Redskins? And the Redskins. Yeah. It was, it was, so it was 12 years. And so he comes back, and he never really got them over the hump. He never really you know, made them better than what they, what they were before he came in. And, and to your point, I think it was because he was focused on Joe Gibbs racing. Yeah, the, the, the NASCAR. The race, yeah, the, the racing. So uh, the other ones were Mike Ditka, Bill Parcells, and Jimmy Johnson have five, four, and three years respectively. But that's a short enough window mm-hmm. where you're not really looking at a whole generation of different players, right. right? So like when Gruden last coached in 2008, I mean, think about the numbers of players that are still in the league. But to your point, being in the, in the booth – and and watching a lot of the film college, that he does, the, yeah. he's probably going to be okay. And I'm hoping that that's the case. But the Raiders are really gambling yeah. because they're going to yeah. offer they're going to offer him some ownership stake. And you know we're going to see where this is going to go. I'm happy because I've loved Chucky from the day that he was a Raiders coach. I was sad <laughs> to see like him go. Guy. <laughs> and I think that most of the Raiders fans are going to happily welcome him back. Yeah. But I hope that this isn't a stint to just keep Raiders fans happy till they move to Vegas, which is also random. I think that's my head. what it is. So, I, I think they're making a splash. Yeah. And, and getting that high profile name. Everyone knows who John Gruden is. Yeah. Raider fans love him. Yep. And it keeps them in, you know, everyone in Oakland keeps them in their good graces because they get excited about a new coach. Everyone in Vegas is excited because they're getting, you know, yeah. the, the re energized Raiders. Uh, but just kind of to go off topic a little bit, what you were saying about hiring the Sean McVay that's not Sean McVay. Right. I think we're going to see that with all the NFL coaching openings that yep. there are. You're going to see someone try to copycat what the Rams did yep. and try to go after a young, you know, like 31-year-old guy, 30-year-old guy. Well, the Raiders have the, done it several yeah. times because they had Gruden and then they hired like three other really young coaches like that like just didn't work. The Lane Kiffins of the world. Yeah, they're going to try it, but there's not another, you know – Guy built in a lab with all the pedigree and the the stuff that he has. So I think you're going to see some copycats, which is interesting. Yeah. So anyway, my takeaway was um, I'm looking forward to next season for the Raiders. Are you? Genuinely? (laughs) Genuinely. Wow. Even if they don't pick up Gruden and they hire Jeff Fisher? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I wouldn't wish that they on would my never, worst enemy. Yeah, I, they would never do karma. that. Karma. Uh, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Rex Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He fits I would. The Raiders because mold. at least he wins the podium. I, I would too. Yeah, yeah I would That's too. True. Absolutely. Uh, real quick before we move on, have we heard, is StubHub okay after Raider Nation? Did it survive? Oh, probably I, not. I, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> oh, wow. He's still salty over there. <laughs> The, ga- the galaxy doesn't needs- even want to think yeah. galaxy. The galaxy needs to exercise some demons there. Hopefully, the Raiders brought you know. Some, speaking some of the galaxy or something. Speaking of the galaxy, wait, yeah, what? Ben's what? bringing up galaxy. I brought talk? nothing, and you're going to bring no, it no, up. No, no, oh my gosh! What I want to point out is that last season, when the galaxy were on break, you know, between between seasons in the off season, Eric still had galaxy updates almost every week. Yes. Since they've ended, yeah. Eric hasn't talked yeah. Galaxy at all. Hey, you know dry. why? Because yeah. they're not doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, they, if they made moves or were doing something exciting, I'd gladly bring it to you. But they yeah. are sitting with their thumbs up their asses over in, in stuff. Wow. So I'll, I'll, when, when news cracks, I'll let you know. But as of right now. Hey, LAFC is going to be coming yeah. and they're going to be God. new. You should just uh, throw Ooh. your, your uh, uh, fandom over there. Here we go. 
That's for another show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. Uh, let's move on. And uh, <laughs> sorry, Hammer. We're going to talk USC. <laughs> as, long as, we're, yeah. as long as you're down, let's kick you. Let's Fight pour on. salt in that wound. Shouldn't we take a commercial break? <laughs> Let him catch his breath. We'll do it live. Oh, no, no, Run no. It. Hammer, Hammer is a professional. Yes. He's got this. Of course. Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl. How did it go? December 29th, USC played Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl Classic. And we said it in the preview that Ohio State was going to bring game. They're a playoff contender. We were going to see if USC could hang with them. I didn't think they could. But we're going to see what happened, hoping for the best. And the story of USC's season all year long has been making mistakes and not looking dominant. And they stayed true to form. They, they, <laughs> they made mistakes in a, in the big bowl game and it ended up costing them, you know, Deontay Burnett fumbled on the first possession and then OSU made them pay with a touchdown right away. Then after a field goal, Sam Darnold threw an, I, I uh, threw an interception that turned into another seven points. So they were down 17, zero super early. And then once they're down 17, zero Ohio state then could be loose. Their players are, you know, are, are excited. The USC players are nervous. They're playing from behind. They dug themselves a hole. Uh, then, you know, the Ohio state defense basically shut down Ronald Jones. He, the defensive line was too much for him to handle. So it needed to be decided by Sam Darnold, which if someone's going to do it, it's our Wait, man. Didn't you, say that, didn't you say that Sam Darnold always shows up for big games? Yeah, he does. He does normally <laughs> show up for big games. Except for this one. And, and, and that's if, the thing. if you remember, earlier in the season, I said he fumbles the ball and yes. throws too many interceptions, interceptions for me. He totally missed missed the you know the Ohio State yeah. defender who was right there. Uh, and then he, Sam Darnold making good progress, but it's one step forward, two steps back. He fumbled the ball, allowing uh, OSU to go up 24-0 right Ooh. before the half. Yeah. And, and that, but the good news is that was the last time that Ohio State scored. USC finally got on the board. They got a little bit of love from uh, special teams error from Ohio State and give them good field position, yeah. which they pounded it in with Ronald Jones. Time. So uh, 24-7, they went into the half. And we all know 24-7 is the most dangerous lead in sports. you got to watch out <laughs> when it's 24-7. That's when, right. that's when the comeback is on, when oh, it's 24-7. Yeah. Credit to my brother for saying that. He's the one. In this case, however. <laughs> oh, you mean dangerous for the, pers- the oh, team yeah. with 24. Team with 24. Right, that's yeah. oh, that's oh, when you oh. got to watch out because oh, that's, right, right. that's where they got them right where they want to. Because you're still within yeah. striking yeah. distance, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're getting a little too big yeah. for your britches. Not really. <laughs> but <laughs> USC hopefully was going to rebound in the second half, and they kind of did. They made defensive adjustments and Ohio State didn't score in the entire second half, but 24-7 was just too big of an obstacle to overcome. Uh, USC missed a field goal. Wait, wait, I, I got to stop you for a second. So you said that they made halftime adjustments. Let's they- talk a little bit about Clay Helton. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that we've been critical yeah. about is, is the fact that we don't think that Clay is the best in-game coach, meaning mm-hmm. that whatever game plan people- they come out with the first half, they play it in the second half. So elaborate a little bit on that, Eric. So basically, they found a way to contain JT Barrett. He he showed flashes that he was going to be a running threat, so they were able to contain him. They they bas- they shut down Ohio State in the second half defensively. Uh, the, Ohio State just could not get something going. The defensive line was playing well. Their, um, their cornerbacks were, were shutting down receivers. So Whatever they did or whatever they said at, at halftime or, or, you know, the defense was on all game. The defense could hang yeah. with Ohio State. So whether you could say, you know, that was going on in the first half, that may have been the case also because it was mistakes that gave Ohio State those that points. It wasn't with. really the defense yeah. blowing coverage and giving them uh, those points. So 
um, you know, despite what the US, the ESPN announcers would say, USC didn't look outmatched. You look at 24-7, and when they were down 24-0, you say, man, USC is getting killed. But if you watch that game, it was really, you know, a few stupid mistakes that cost USC the game. They were shooting themselves in the foot. They went toe-to-toe with a playoff team, and I think that says something. We thought, oh, maybe USC could hang with them, but Ohio State's probably going to win, and that's what happened, but USC showed that they belonged, and so they, let's, they, they could be one of those teams. So, uh, And going back to what you were saying, we, yeah. we've criticized Clay Helton and his coaching, and you say, well, you give Urban Meyer a month to prepare, and Urban, Urban Meyer's going to— That was the blow. part that surprised me, because yeah. they didn't they didn't jump off the, the screen mm-hmm. the way I kind of expected them to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, I, I was expecting a, a couple of trick plays or a couple of— you no, know, they were very boring. Yeah, very it, was, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the game that that I had fully expected. And I don't know if it's that Urban's just getting bored or something. Because <laughs> I mean, in the past, but that's he's also what up. His team would do. But he's also up twenty four seven, so he didn't need to do that's anything true. special. That's true. Yeah. So the so the one argument you could say, well, USC, they didn't look terrible in the twenty four seven loss, but at the same time, you lost twenty four seven. Yeah. And you could say that it wasn't really coaching mistakes. The players had some dropped passes, some fumbles, some INTs. So you can't say it's the play calling because the players need to step up at some point. Yeah. But the argument can also be made if the players are making silly mistakes and it, shooting themselves in the foot. Well, does and that, does that come back to coaching? And that's always the, the argument that mm-hmm. I make with the Raiders. And it not so much you know dropping passes or maybe errant throws. It's more getting that penalty when you're third and yes. one. And, well, now and then there was, a, there was a fracas late in the game where right. the players were kind of fighting with each other, right. which saw Stephen Carr get ejected, which he wasn't even – he didn't even throw a punch. But just you shouldn't get involved in those situations right. if and, you're and a so well-disciplined things, team. Right. So those th- types of things are coaching. But, but I mean, as far as passes not going where they should be or – you bad know, call here or there. Yeah, I mean that that kind of stuff. You just you can't overcome it. I mean, and some sometimes that shit happens in sports. And and as fans, we walk away and we complain about referees. But I hate know, to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. You you can't blame the referees. USC made mistakes. They deserve yeah. to lose this game. But there were a few plays where if a pa- pass interference call yeah. at the right time, <laughs> USC gets. Good. Are you referring to something, Eric? <laughs> I'm so just wait, I'm just saying. So let me so let me let me USC side, has the horses. That's so, that's what I saw. So let me sidetrack for just a second and let's talk a little bit about Sam Darnold. Okay. So Sam Darnold is supposed to be one of the top two quarterbacks picked in the draft this upcoming uh season. Does he stick around because of his bad performance? The, I would say yes. And part of I, me, I of feel like he is too. Is a homer because I want him to stay. Now is it because he doesn't want to go to Cleveland <laughs> <laughs> or because he thinks that he can actually develop more you could, in the college ranks. Well, you could argue both ways because I think um, you look at this game, interceptions that he, he probably could have avoided, fumbles, holding on the ball loosely in a Wh- way that he's he been doing all season. So yep. he, he has a small sample size. He needs more reps. I so agree. you say he needs more looks and more reps, holding onto the ball, playing against high caliber talent and executing for a full season without making those silly mistakes before going into the NFL. Because yeah. if you go to the NFL, those players are going to be faster. They're going to be bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. And so if and you're going to read your eyes yeah, and know where you're going yeah. with the ball. So if Absolutely. you're not, you're not, if you're making these mistakes against Ohio state, yeah. then you're going to make these mistakes against an NFL team. Absolutely. So I think he needs to stay and develop his game a little bit more, but the argument against it, and I could see this happening also, he has the talent. He's an NFL caliber quarterback. I, I disagree so, with that. I, I think he is. I think he has the arms. I think he, he has the, the size. He has the, the decision-making when, when the pressure's on. So I think he has all of the tools, but 
maybe he needs more time to develop those tools to be efficient. So you could say if he stays another year, has a Matt Barkley type injury and, and makes some mistakes. Who's a better quarterback, Matt Barkley or Sam, or Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. You think so? I think Sam Darnold is a better quarterback. I think so. I was, Matt, I was Matt thinking Bar- the opposite. Yeah. Matt Barkley had a better career, obviously. He was right. there four years. Yes, he was. So if I think if you give Sam Darnold four years, I think he, he puts up numbers comparable to Barkley. I just I don't know if he's going to stick well, around Well, I mean, that long. but when you play for a USC, you can put up numbers because mm-hmm. you're playing against Washington State. You're playing mm-hmm. against Arizona State. and You're playing against teams. Well, actually, now these teams mm-hmm. are much better than they've been in years past. But you can pad up your stats playing against teams that are inferior. Mm-hmm. So, so my, my thought was is that Matt Barkley seemed like he was a much better pocket passer mm-hmm. than Sam Darnold. Now, Sam Darnold can create with he, his feet. He, he makes things happen. Right. But when you look at Matt Barkley's NFL career, he ended up going to, I think it was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. And he's never been a starter. He's, he's been always a been a backup. So, so my point is, is that if Sam Darnold comes out now, I think that he's going to be – I think the way he's going to be viewed is you are a backup. And once you start in the NFL as a backup, you never, yeah. you never create – you never become that starter. So but you for think that reason, if he comes out now, he'll be a backup. I, I absolutely think so. Unless well, he goes to Cleveland, in which case his they career's going to be over in two years anyway. Well, that's the thing. I think, <laughs> I think if he comes out now, someone's going to take him because they want him to start. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great for him if, if he, he could be a backup. Giants, I think if he goes to the Giants, and he'll he'll be okay. Uh, yeah, he, he, because he has because tools. Be, he'll have the tools. He's got the organization that can build around him. He, he goes to Cleveland, his his career is over. So so if if I were him, I would come back, but I don't think he's going to. I, I think he's going to look at the money and he's going to say, "Really, I do." Wow. Yeah, but, I, can, I can see it happen. But I hope because everyone I hope wants for him. USC he's a, he's as a, a talent, as a UCLA. I mean, as a USC fan, I oh, hope he sticks oh, around. Oh, yeah. oh, Freudian slip. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was no accident. I hope he sticks around. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Is uh, is your boy uh, Chosen Rosen sticking around? He didn't well, even so play in a bowl game. So I was going to say he didn't because he was he was still he had the concussion. But air quotes. Uh, <laughs> but but he he was talking about not going because he didn't want to go to Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. There's, yeah. there's no one nobody wants, wants to go to Cleveland. Cleveland. I don't blame them. I mean, yeah, why would you? They, but Cleveland's going to trade the pick away and not draft a quarterback anyway. <laughs> oh, That's what they do. They, they can't get it right. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Poor it's, Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. They suck. Hammer, well, glad we could uh, put an end to 2017 uh, and well, all your sorrows. The most frustrating thing of it all, and you hear it, I would have gladly said, you know what? Ohio State came in and they just they beat us up. Yeah. We look terrible. But I have to I have to preface it. But the USC may have been good. They could have yeah. done it. They, <laughs> And that's They're frustrating. It's frustrating because you sound like a homer. Planting that hope. Yeah, but but ah, it's so frustrating. You've yeah. had the whole season to prepare because we've that. been saying that we've every We've been saying game. that all year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, but not <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. That's the USC <laughs> recap. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk some uh, Lakers, Kings, and rapid fire. Ooh. Yeah. Right after this. Here in L.A., we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. All right. I feel like it's time to make our special announcement 
Yes. What's going on? Yes. 100th they've, episode. They've coming waited long up. enough. Oh. February 2nd. Darren doesn't even know. No, ask, I don't. Ask your wife. <laughs> I'm on vacation yeah. that your day. Your wife knows about this. Yeah. Wait, are you? Are I'm you? just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you will be now. You are now. You never know with these fools. Uh, February 2nd, Steelcraft in Long Beach. We will be broadcasting our 100th show from there. Yes. Uh, if you haven't been to Steelcraft, it is legit. It is the real deal. It's like an outdoor, they got breweries and, and all kinds of stuff, but it's a cool spot. I know this is brand new news to Ben and Darren. They haven't even heard <laughs> hey, it. Hey, they got beer, so, so yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Do they have food? <laughs> they have food. All right, I'm in. And beer. It's and they'll have brewery. us. And they'll have on us. February we'll 2nd. Be there. Yeah. Excellent. So most importantly. Try and make it out if you can. It'd be great to see all of you. Um, and uh, yeah. So yeah, follow us on we'll, Instagram, Twitter. We'll be, we'll be tweeting out more details. Yeah, we'll tweet yes. more details as they come. But uh, that's a save the date. Don't say okay? we. You mean that's, Eric, Darren, and Vic. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I mean. I was saying we, we. I mean. The royal uh, we. Exactly. <laughs> we really do need to tweet more. We about. really do. You guys okay. do. All right. Uh, Lakers. Wow. Lakers. That's that's how far we've fallen, <laughs> is that the Lakers are, are in the second half of After the After the break. Yeah. Pretty soon they're going to get the Galaxy segment. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are one and nine on a out of the last 10. Yeah. It's, it's not looking good. And with, with Lonzo Ball being injured, do you put some of this on... Do they need Lonzo back? Well, I mean, it's, it's Brooke Lopez has been out. You know, they've... They've had guys Ingram's in and been out. out for, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's as soon as a guy comes back, they've got another one comes back in. So they they haven't been healthy, but yeah, listen, I'll tell you, Lonzo Ball brings something to that team that they haven't had uh, before, you know, in a long time, and they're missing they're missing what he brings to the to the program. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that because the argument that's been going on the past month, as cold as the Lakers have been, has been Kyle Kuzma has looked. Amazing. Yep. And he's a rookie of the year candidate. He's who they're talking about. And so it makes you think, why is our 27th pick the rookie of the year candidate when our second pick is not? But but I will agree with you, Ben, that there is something that Lonzo brings to this team that can't be measured the same way you're measuring what Kuzma's doing. Yep. Um, so that's why I don't think Lonzo's in that conversation, but that's not to discredit Lonzo. Yeah. There's, there's, there have been a few times where I've been watching the games, and even the commentators – uh, commenting on the game. <laughs> Is that what the commentators did? <laughs> Allow yeah. myself to introduce <laughs> myself. myself. <laughs> but, you know, Lonzo, Lonzo will get a rebound or or the outlet will go to Lonzo and he'll push the ball and he'll see a guy up the court. And so he, because he's got great court vision, he'll throw the ball down where the guy who receives the ball may not be in a position where he should take the shot or he even should drive the ball. But what he should do is he should go back out to the three-point line and let everybody come in so they can set up. But the problem is is that they're too young to know when they shouldn't take the shot. And so they'll take an ill-advised shot. And so the commentators will make the comment. They'll say, you know, Lonzo should, you know, he should push the ball down. He shouldn't be throwing it ahead. But in reality, I think it's best to throw the ball and to have that type Someone of Someone knew what they were doing. And, yeah. and if he was playing on a more veteran team, he would be able to do that. And it would work out more cases than it's not. So there's a lot of times where I think that he gets heat you know, for, you know, passing too much. But in reality, I think, you know, he's doing exactly what he should be doing as a point guard, and that is scour- or scouting the field, looking where his players are, and throwing the ball downfield. Because if you do that and, you know, you, you happen to get that second wave of guys coming down right the middle, 
you know, catch them and so they can hit a layup or something like that. And those are the little small things that Luke Walton still needs to fix on the fast break. But but when you have a guy like 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 Lonzo Ball, I, I think that those are the you – know, it's going to be the fast break. It's going to be the showtime type of Lakers that you're going to see yeah. in the next couple of years. They just need to learn – you know, when to take the shot, when to pass the ball, and when to set up the offense. And those are just things right now that they just don't know how to do. And going back, and if that's the style of play that they're going to move towards, yeah. then and you look at the game against they played against the Rockets on New Year's Eve, final score was 148 to 142. So, you know, you think if they're going to, if that's going to be the Warriors wow. style basketball, yeah. wow. the Luke Walton, if that's the game that they're going to play, then that Lonzo Ball approach of just yeah. firing the ball up court, yeah. that's what's going to suit them well. Yeah. You know, if they're going to play that shootout style. And, and one of the things that in watching, and I can't remember which Laker game it was, but they had made the, the, the commentators made the, the comment. They said that the Lakers right now are either third or the fourth best team in the league as far as assists go per game. And they made that's the comment. Crazy. <laughs> they said, and nobody on this team can shoot. Yeah, that's what the, that's what <laughs> well, no so, one who could score. So yeah, that's you, crazy. If you have a spot up shooter, you know, a Ray Allen type, or you have, uh, you know, the guy that used to play with the Clippers last year. You know, if you JJ have JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick. I have, wanted to say Ro- Wally Zerbiak. Why did I want to say? I that? don't know. <laughs> but, if, but if you, but if you've got it's a fun name, to but say. if you've got a guy that can shoot lights out, like that's really, really going to help the Lakers out. And they just don't have that. But again, when you talk about assists per game, it's the fact that Lonzo brings that to the team. And and when you and when your leader starts to pass out the ball and starts to dole out and, and look for the for the open guy, everybody on the team starts to do it. When you have a Michael Jordan type who likes to take every shot, then when you get the ball, you're like, well, I'm not going to pass it up because I need to sign a contract next season and I need to score, you know, I need to average 15 points a game and it starts to play selfish. That's why Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook teams don't work. Vic, I wish you were here. But, <laughs> Actually, they're starting to work now, but that's different. It's a different story. It, it, it's slightly, it's gonna, but they're they're never going to work. Yeah. Good times. Hey, the Lakers are doing horrible. Let's talk for twenty minutes. On the- oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did it. Perfect. Actually, that was uh, that was about five minutes. Nice. Well yeah. done. Well done, gentlemen. You're welcome. Uh, anything to say about the Clippers? I didn't even Bla- look up. Blake Griffin's ba- back. Is he? So he came back against uh, with the game against the Lakers, actually, and so you know, the there Clippers, you have it. There you have it. All Blake right. Griffin is back. Yeah. Perfect. For, for Clipper news, go to Facebook and John Marquez. John Marquez, go ahead and post whatever you'd like. He does a great job. He does a great job. Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, let's let's talk. Let's do a little rapid fire oh. questions. We haven't done this in a while. It's a fun bit. It's the world's there, famous we, segment. Yeah. We we had we had a segment in mind, but Vic wasn't here, so we wanted to uh. hold that off for when he is. So th- this is a segment where we essentially just ask questions of each other and they couldn't be sports related they cannot be sports related they started off uh i think the intention was to ask them and give your <laughs> fastest answer but yeah. that's we, not how we, we don't know anything fast. Like that. Yeah. so the rapid more refers that's to what it just should be. more questions yeah. than than usual well let's try and make it fast then i've got a few vic's got a few ben never does prep so wait, he wait, doesn't wait, have vic's, vic's, not, even vic's not even here i'm sorry eric, eric does. i've got a, eric has a few <laughs> yeah, Ben doesn't do any prep, so he doesn't have any. In- I prepped enough for all of us here. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Eric did his homework. You want to start, or you want me? Sure, to start? I got one. All right, it's, bring it. It's topical to what we talked about in this episode. So, if the Raiders, this one's for you, Ben. Mm. Everyone could chime in. Mm. If you're playing the home game, you feel free to, <laughs> yeah, to yell, chime at, in. yell at your uh, phone or radio. So, if the Raiders get John Gruden, yes, how long until the Raiders are back into a Super Bowl? Two years. 
Wow. No. Oh, wow. Rapid fire. I like That's it. That's a very well, unbent I, I, I answer, think it's two I years. No, because what happens he makes is that big of an impact? The, the first year that he's going to come in, I think that he immediately turns him from a 6 and 10 back to a 12 and 4 program. Wow. But I think because of inexperience and because Derek Carr still hasn't seen an NFL postseason game, I think they're going to falter. But I think the following year that he's going to take them to the promised land. What are you going to do with your running back situation? Ugh. You know, you need a running back. <laughs> what y'all need is Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I trust I trust Reggie McKenzie to figure it out. Okay. All right. Because Reggie, I mean, if you think about it, when Reggie took this team over, it was a, a bunch of Al Davis contracts that, you know, we were in for for four or five years. And if you remember, we sucked for a long time. Yep. But he didn't sign guys simply just so we could get out from under those contracts so that he can build a winning organization. Oh. And then he went ahead and he turned it around to a 12-4 and 4 program. So I, I truthfully believe that Renji McKenzie is going to get us to where we need to be. All right. Nice. Well nice. done. Here, I Good got answer. One. All right. Over the holiday break, uh, my fiancé and I got addicted to Forensic Files. Oh, it's a great show. It's so great. Yes. We watched at least <laughs> easily 10 hours of it. Just, oh, yeah. And it's because it's on that one channel just nonstop. Uh, HLN. HLN, yeah. wow. Channel, two, channel 204 on uh, they, DirecTV. Oh, and they get you, yeah, <laughs> right before ESPN. And they oh, yeah. get you because they, they just start them back to back and you get sucked right into the next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's a binge-worthy, what, what show could you sit and just watch for hours on end? That's oh. my question to you guys. You want mine? Yeah. How It's Made. How it's made. That's I a don't good even show. Know that that, show. That's my that's my forensic files. It's on the History Channel, I think, yeah, it's or a the great Learning show. Channel. And Nerd it, alert! <laughs> and it's basically it's how manufacturing how stupid shit is made. So oh, really? How how cowboy hats are made? How ambulances are made? How uh, and it just that, it, it's actually, the little minutia. I could see yes. getting it's into these, that. It goes my into uncle. these little factories and all these little widgets and how they put things together and all the tiny pieces that they put together. It's fascinating, yeah. and that's one where they have. It will be on a marathon all day. Really? And so that that uh, actually sounds great. Yeah. Speaking of nerd alert, the reason I played the saxophone in the band when I was a kid. How saxophones are made was an episode I've seen. It was it wow. was on Sesame Street. They showed on you know Sesame Street used to do the how things are made. And it was like a short segment. There you go. And they showed how a saxophone was made. And I was like, it's beautiful. <laughs> I want to play that. That's that's why I chose it. Wow. How things are made. Good how, one. What about you, made? fools? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, anything by or that has Bear Grylls in it. Oh, <laughs> yes. have you been watching I, that I new did... one that uh, where he takes like Shaquille O'Neal and oh the the celebs? Yeah, and all the celebs out. With I, him I've for, caught like, a few days. of those. Yeah, I've, I've caught a few of those. But anytime you see Bear Grylls in nature, him eating bugs and just anything that he can get his hands on, it's because he drinks his... his urine, isn't it? Igual. That's why you like it. <laughs> Going back man, to man, it, it all man. snaps in the focus again. Yeah. Wow. We saw right through that. Look at the optometrist hey. where they just, <laughs> if how you, about this lens? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> if you get injured in nature, just pee on yourself and you're good to go. So, Ben, I'm uh, anxious to hear what yours is. Mine was two and a half men. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, yesterday on, on or Christmas Eve, on uh, New Year's New Day, Year's, yeah. I was barbecuing and I wasn't really sitting down to watch TV. So I put on whatever channel it was, and they were running like 12 hours of Two and a Half Men. And I found myself more often than not sitting down and actually watching. I probably watched 10 hours of Two and a Half Men. It is a great show. Until Ashton Kutcher came on, it was a great show. And full disclosure, all the sitcoms. we were having a discussion off air about Two and a Half Men, yeah. oddly enough. And that's a show where you want to hate it. You want to say, oh, it's so, you know, it's so formulaic and it's too, too obvious of the jokes. But it works. They're yes. all funny. I la I watch that show and I laugh. It's yeah. funny. The jokes just work. Yeah. 
Oh, Charlie Sheen, John Cryer. Can't go wrong. Yeah. All right. Rapid fire. What you got? You ready? Another one. All right. This one's for my Rams peeps. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring it. Here we go. A scenario, hypothetical. The Rams win a Super Bowl this year. Oh, my but, gosh. But Hold th- on. But <laughs> say it slowly. We're, we're just oh. savoring that part But right then now. they go full Jeff Fisher mode for the next 10 oh. years. And they don't have a winning season for the next 10 years. Or. I'll have the Angels. You guarantee the next five years of making the playoffs. But I, I'm not guaranteeing a Super Bowl, but you're getting into the playoffs, but you get five cracks at it. So five years of relevance. Oh, Or wow. win now That's and then go on question. a 10-year drought. You win You win so now. For but, sure a Super Bowl. But 10 years but of then 10 sucking years again. of just sucking and you're saying then that's five the, years the, of getting into playoffs. Getting in the playoffs. Yet, maybe you win, maybe you don't, but that's you're the getting Florida a crack. Marlins. That's the Florida Marlins way of doing it. Boomer bust. And, or, and people do it. I mean, the Florida Marlins used to build up their program. Remember, they used to overpay for players. They'd win a World Series, and then the next year they'd dump everybody, and they'd suck for 10 years until they did it again. <laughs> so we could win five could, Super Bowls. You could win you in those chance, five. Yes. Yeah. You, you have five cracks at it. Or zero. I'm, I'm or go- zero. I'm going to take the- uh, You take one, man. You take the fu- one. Nope. No, I'm going with the five years of getting into the playoffs and getting that. Super As a Raiders fan, I, I gotta agree. <laughs> I gotta agree. Yeah. Hey, See, you know, I would take the one. Would, would you? No. Yeah. Oh, As a Raiders Super fan, Bowls are so hard yeah. to come across. As a Raiders fan, oh, I would take no. one for sure. And I, one of these, I, years, I agree. They will but I'm willing it. to gamble. Hey, I'm fact, willing to gamble. The, I, I'm proud of that I'm, question. Yeah. The fact that you guys have to think and there's, That's a great there's an argument. I didn't. The question worked. Oh, I don't want to think about it anymore. Good one. All right, quick round of did Ben say this uh, over the break. True or false? Did Ben say, there's some really cool stuff on Pinterest? <laughs> did not. Nope. I'm gonna, nope. I'm going to say yeah. Yes, he did he's say that. He's got a, he's he's got a wife. Follow-up yeah. question. <laughs> Do you two have a Pinterest, and is there really cool stuff for a dude? Well, um, since he did, I'm going to say yes. Uh, it's Hammer, not, it's ah. not fair. It's not fair to ask me this question. Because I'm a teacher. Yes or no. There's tons of yes stuff. Yes or no. There's tons of great yes teaching, or no. teaching you, ideas you, on, on Pinterest. Yes, yes or no. Yes. Yes, there's cool stuff on Pinterest. Give me your bad and card. And yes, you have a Pinterest? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? There's I'm some a stuff teacher. I need, there's you some need, stuff I need you to download stuff. for me, then. You know what? I refuse to get a Pinterest because I don't want having them. My, I don't want them to have my email account and all this other oh, shit. Oh Listen, my God. I, Doomsday Prepper over there. I just don't like people oh, having my information. Get my info. Oh. And it sucks because like I'll you sound eighty. I'll Yahoo search something, right? Yahoo. And, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's the search <laughs> engine for Christ's sake. You should be. I go right? to Yahoo. Yahoo I'll look Bing. something up. And then, like, I'll go to the images section. You have because mail. I'm like, That's this been, is exactly what I'm right looking now, for. Oh, his dial up. What? What? <laughs> you have mail. <laughs> what are you talking about, Ben? What do you look stuff? What do you oh, look stuff up on? Oh Google. Google. Nobody makes a difference. Yahoo. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, Yahoo gives me the same fucking answers that Google does. Oh. Hey, I started using Yahoo like 15 years ago, and it's worked for me. Why not just continue <laughs> to use so it? Dumb. That's great. Anyway. I love you. Anyway, you are a big dumb animal, stuff. but I love you. But I'll find something that I like, and I'm like, "Oh, this is perfect." So I'll click on it, and then it says, "You need to subscribe." You to can't Pinterest. even look and at I'm it. Like, I fuck you guys. Yeah, that's no, why I, I agree. And that's I agree. why I have one. I don't do that. So Eric, yeah. there's going to be some things. That's why I have email one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just create a false email I'm not address. Interested. Come on, <laughs> not interested. Oh, I I'm kind of with Ben on that. So I do admit. <laughs> do you have a Pinterest? I do not have a Pinterest. Good man. Okay. Coincidentally, uh, Eric's biggest fan is probably my wife on Pinterest. <laughs> oh, does oh. she follow you on Pinterest? Probably. I don't think so. I think oh, I'm, I've well, gone dark. 
Uh-oh. I use I use Ben's picture <laughs> as my profile there you go. picture. Redemption. <laughs> you got another one, Hammer? Uh, I've got a bunch of them. Oh, bring it. This one goes to everyone, but it's directed at Ben because it feels like a Ben question. Would you rather be a star player on a shitty team or a shitty player on a really good team? Ooh, great question. Okay, I mean, and, and I have an initial response, but do you guys want to answer first or do you want me to take it? I'd be the worst player on a good team. I'm, I'm going to take a star player on a shitty team. I want all the limelight. Yeah, you're you're an Angels fan. Mike Trout. That makes sense. <laughs> worst Actually, player, yeah. player on a shitty team. Only- worst player on a shitty team? That's not even an option. Wait, isn't that what you just said? No, worst, Best player. worst Best shitty player. player on a good team or a star player on a shitty team. The worst. Wait, you want to be the worst player on a terrible team. <laughs> I would rather team. be the worst player on a on the a worst winning. team. <laughs> on, on the winning team. That's why I'm confused. He even argued it. He means Wait, best player. Okay. Best question. player. A star on player on a shitty team. Okay. Or a shitty player on a star team. I'd right. rather be a, a shitty shitty player on a star team. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Team. Sorry. That's what I thought. That's what I meant to say. But it, you're right. It was yeah. coming out. Ben wants yeah. to win no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, with absolutely. That. That's where I'm at. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, that. Let me join. Let me be that fifty-second player on yeah. the New England Patriots, <laughs> <laughs> rather than being and you, that fucking quarterback. And you get the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. There. Well, wait though. Are we getting paid to play? That's you're, professional. Well, if you're a star, is it, no, is it professional or oh, amateur? But we, if didn't, you, we didn't say that. I think you could factor this in because if you're a star player, you're probably going to be making millions of dollars. Where if you're not a star player, you're probably making a couple hundred thousand. Well, but we didn't. So you're getting less money. We didn't say if it was amateur or pro. If it's pro. You could be the best player, and and there's potential to get traded. You know, picked up by another no, it team. Is, no, you don't, don't change the question. <laughs> hey, you're, star you're either player, on the team. You're just trying to create sucks. some drama. You're a star player on a shitty team. Your contract is going to expire eventually, and you just go to the greater team. Well, and, you're and then change, you're a star. You're changing the question. <laughs> I mean, but but you're playing by the rules. Here, the thing is, is that how many bad teams, or how, how about this? How many teams looking to get over the hump? aren't necessarily looking for the best player, but they're looking for a culture guy. They're looking yeah, for a guy that's me. That's played yeah. on a team that's won a championship. <laughs> I'm that guy. Or somebody yeah. that can lead, you know, lead a, a locker room yeah. because they don't have somebody. So so even though you might be the 52nd best player on the New England Patriots, you bring something. You, you would absolutely bring something to come to the New York Jets or to go to the Oakland Raiders and potentially take them over the hump. Yeah. So I would rather be that guy yeah. than be the guy on the Cleveland Browns that's going to be out in two years. If you're looking mm. for culture, specifically the Portuguese <laughs> culture, you want hammer <laughs> you want to go to on hammer. your team. Yeah. Absolutely. That, you guys are describing my sports life in a nutshell. I was never <laughs> a great player, but you always wanted me around on the bench, on the team yeah. trips, well, as on long the as bus. I know, yeah. Ben and I swam together in high school. And uh, I was I was never a star player, although I was on the uh, the varsity swim team uh, freshman year. Just throwing that out. But uh, I, uh, you know, Ben always got all the awards like best swimmer and best this and that. But you're I a would glue like guy. to say the one award I ever got was most inspirational swimmer, <laughs> oh, yeah. which essentially is the rainbows and butterflies swimmer. You I won it. He has a long history yeah. of being rainbows long and butterflies. Long history of well, rainbows uh, and butterflies. You didn't yeah. rooted. Ah, all right. I got one more. Here we go. Uh, so New Year's morning, I had the good sense to watch the Amazon Rose Bowl presentation <laughs> with Will Ferrell it was and Molly Shannon. Oh, Hammer, it was I loved you'll it. back me up. I loved it. It was fantastic. Did you actually watch it, Ben? After you guys texted, I turned it on for about three minutes and I almost threw up. Did you know that it was a joke? <laughs> Anything he's in is a joke. Oh, so yes. What? 
You're not <laughs> You're a terrible. Oh, you are terrible. It was so He's fantastic. Not funny. He's not funny. <laughs> go out and watch it. That oh, it was it was fantastic. Well, to be fair, if you go on Amazon, it's either one star reviews or five star reviews. Yeah, and there the one no, star there is no, there's yeah, no yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> which which I think is it, is speaks means it works more. Yeah. To how great it is. Oh, oh, Ben, you're an idiot. <laughs> that was the best thing that I've experienced so far this year in the young 2018. The worst is that uh, it, it turns out my fiance loves The Bachelor. And uh, so I had to watch it for, a good for the first time. I'd never seen it. And do you like it? Watched it. I I, I cringe at, at the reality TV. I just you have to, I can't here's do Here's the it. problem. You have to lean in. You have well, to lean in. The beginning of the oh, seasons are always- I tried. I'm trying to be positive. The, but the beginning of the seasons are always really uncomfortable because it's, it's you know, if it's if the guy's the bachelor and you get, you know, 29 or 30 different girls trying to vie for their attention, it's really uncomfortable because they're doing things that are a little out of the, you know, ordinary that you it's would not, not nor- normally it's do not in normal. your day. Yeah. But- when you get to that round of like, there's five girls and or there's four girls, like that's where it starts to get fun because then they're hooking up and you know, like you know what happened on the last date, but the other girl doesn't know. It, it gets it gets fun. So uh, just hang in there, hang Jeff. in there till the better. overnight dates. Is it what just it sounds off. It gets better. Okay, my question is: Yeah, is there a question? I have a I have my favorite thing of the year and my least favorite thing of the year. We're two days into 2018, which seems like the perfect time to give a best and worst of 2018. Ooh. <laughs> What's your best thing this year so far and wow. worst thing? Go ahead. Yeah, I got my worst. I don't have my best. My worst so far is that uh, I, lo- I love you, uh, my uh, daughter and son, Aiden and Kayla, but uh, they're still on Christmas break. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's says good. every parent oh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long Week and a half, almost two weeks now, <laughs> and I need them to go back to school. That's great. Uh, That's great. So, Eric, go ahead and get your peeps. Uh, go ahead and get back to work early and recruit the yeah, teachers because I, uh, I want to go ahead and send them back to school. <laughs> I'm ready to go back to work so I can relax for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel you. But my, my best and worst is actually the same. And we're going oh. back to USC watching shows because uh, 2018, because that was in 2017. Oh, that's true. USC yeah. left that in way back there. Uh, <laughs> but I started watching Black Mirror. Oh, you guys ever watch that show on Netflix? Great show. And Ben, you'd hate it. That is my best and worst because it's a great show. Yeah. But it messes with your head. It does. <laughs> so I, I, I had some there. anxiety attacks after watching the episode. So that's terrible. But it's, it's a great show. It's also great. <laughs> so that's my best and worst of 2018. <laughs> good. I haven't watched the new season, but. First uh, episode, solid. Solid first episode. All right. All right, I got to check it out. Ben, you got a best and worst of 2018. I really don't. I've, I've been sitting here listening to you guys talk. I don't have a single thing that's great or terrible. Hmm. It's been a mediocre year so far. So far, I mean, shit, we're 24 hours into it for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah, 48 it's, hours. 48 hours into it. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got nothing to say. I mean, so the, the podcast good? is your best. How about part? the whiskey? The, whiskey the shoulder good, monkey. But it's yeah. not, it's not fantastic. Okay. All right. So, so on par with your 2018, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I have a, 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 a. I just thought of it. I have a best of. My truck check engine light was on for the last two weeks of 2017. <laughs> Literally, the first day of the year, it turned off. So I don't have to take it. I just thought about that. It's yeah, a miracle. So. Off to a great yeah, start. Yeah, I'm still taking it in to have it looked at, but it went <laughs> off. So who knows? Until you leave the studio, you turn it back on, and there it is. No, it's been off now since. I mean, so my wife drew because I got I got a little buzzed here on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. So my wife drove the truck home, and so you the, had two on, drinks. Well, but I drank before. Oh, okay, right. Because so. <laughs> I was counting. Yeah, yeah. You had two drinks here. 
I had three. I had two beers and a shot. Also, you, it sounds like you had a party, so thanks for the invite. I busted Hammer. that on Darren the other day. He was like, he was like, yeah, we had three Christmas parties. I was like, thanks for the fucking invite, homie. He goes, well, one was for my side of the family, one was her first side of the family, and the him. other one was for friends. I was like, yeah, where was that one? Oh. <laughs> this is so awkward. You need to talk to my wife so about awkward. that. But I can explain. <laughs> I can explain. Literally, and I'm going to explain. Literally, it was a last-minute thing. There was no plans as of, like, Saturday or Eric, Sunday. You still weren't invited. No plans I was say, whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and, and my, my phone contact fell off his phone. He Here are my answer. best friends. I'm going to call them. <laughs> Man, he had a bounce house for the kids out here. He had a taco There was no person. bounce house. There was no tacos. He had a kegerator and a margarita machine. Dude, don't oh, don't fucking let him tell that you that true. that's not what it was None like. of that is true. Hammer, you would have been first invited if there was a bounce house. If there was a second list, you would have been first on the second list. It wasn't a party so much. It's just a, a, a gathering a, of really close friends. It was a last minute. There was 35 was people here thing. and music was bumping, dude. It was dude. not I'm, 35 people. He had, he had valet out in front of his house because there was no place to park. Disco lights. None yeah. of this is true. <laughs> Jeff, that was a great, that I wouldn't was, have been able to Jeff, go. that was the party of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I had to Get leave early because I've got kids and my wife made me leave. But we were having such a great time. And I, I, listen, if I were Dancing single, I would have been away. here until 4 or 5 oh, in yeah. the morning. I'm telling you. All the ladies were getting in free before 10. That was great. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should probably close this yeah, up. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done talking. This Thank you very much. Deeper. I know, I know where I stand. Dang I'll stop it. talking. Ah, Amber. <laughs> Jeff, like just tweet up your next party so that way our listeners can come out and hang out too. <laughs> it was it's it, at Steelcraft. It was literally a last minute thing. Yeah. I thought there'd hundreds. be five people and 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 and. and oh, <laughs> no, he's lying because he knew <laughs> that me saying, and my kid, my wife and two kids were coming. So that's you RSVP'd right on the day. That's you true. RSVP'd on the day as yeah. as did everyone well, because the invite went out the day before. Uh, he sent the invitation out like two weeks ago. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> Listen, if I wasn't if I didn't have the email password, I don't think I'd know about Steelcraft either. <laughs> on February second. No, we need you to do the homework because none of us prepare. So you have to actually come in and say I'll bring something my iPad. that's nice. I'll bring my iPad. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Real quick. Uh, before we go, we got to mention FanDuel. Keith Fullerton, congratulations to you, sir. You took first place. Congrats. In the Week 17 FanDuel match. Hey, honorable mention to uh, uh, who took second place? Oh, Jeff Wilson. Course, he took second yeah. place. Um, hold on. I got to look at who took last place. Let's see. That was. Oh, that um... must be me now, right? <laughs> oh, I Darren Beza. You took yeah, really? last place. Oh, my God. Last place in FanDuel, or as we call it, the Jason Gallo the slot. Jason Gallo Bowl. <laughs> oh. Well for Jason. Show, but I, I, I have a question. How is it possible to lose everything that you enter and play in? <laughs> Well, just ask no. Jason. Just ask no. Jason how you do it. I love Jason, Jason but no. for Christ's sake, dude, like I, I told the guy at, at Jeff's fucking fabulous New Year's party. <laughs> Jason was invited. <laughs> Jason was there. I told Jason. Last go, place, Jason was there. I and told, I couldn't get a text, goddamn. <laughs> fucking the King Show was here. Like I'm telling you, everyone was here. They were not. <laughs> Here not here. They were showing galaxy highlights. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I told I told Jason I go. It, it's time for you to hire people because <laughs> you hire that people. Is, that is the Ben approach. Yeah. I told him I go. Listen, I know that if I entered in into these types of things, I would lose because I I make decisions with you know my heart. I'd have like three Raiders on my team just because they're my team, <laughs> even when they suck. The funny thing is, is he actually won the championship in his other league. Boy, I, I need to get into that. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> I was going to say, in my other league, 
I was invited to the New Year's party too. Oh, <laughs> dang it! How did you not invite Eric, dude? Let's get back into that. Oh, come on! <laughs> you know what? I mean, the way I, the way I sell this to my friends and to you know people that I meet is that these are guys that like these are our closest friends. Uh, <laughs> he's just right. This podcast. I'm just saying, dude. All right, all right. And <laughs> no, I feel terrible. Let's close this out. Follow us on Twitter at guys. Follow Eric and and Darren and. And Vic on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA because Ben and I don't do anything. We've been That's quiet. Right. We've been quiet lately, but now that ramp the years up back in on, yeah, we're going to wrap yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Uh, also on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. Do we have a Pinterest account? Oh. <laughs> you know what? You should be in charge we're of it. Start you know what? Vic. We're going to start one. Let's get let's one. So that way I can use it when I want to look stuff up on there Pinterest. There you go. Oh my God. Oh Follow my us gosh. on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Details TBD. Oh, you can get us online at guysinshorts.com. Uh, we got a store up there. Also, you can get our voicemail, 562-450-3356. You can invite Eric to next year's <laughs> New Year's party. And uh, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast things. Share, review the show on there, and uh, tell all your friends about Guys and Shorts. And don't forget, coming up February 2nd, the 100th episode. Eric, you're invited. All right. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. I will be there. Oh. I'm showing up on February 1st just oh, to be safe. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait in line. <laughs> For Darren Beza, Ben Garcia, and Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira, who is the best on the show. Everyone <laughs> loves him the most. He's the fan favorite. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you next week. Ah!